0: IP, everything MRI, talk about education, and I want to talk about everything. There are not too many people that are doing this, but we need more. And that's when I got
1: the incident with the pacemaker. Everyone goes, no, 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 no. What about safety? And we managed to scan someone remotely. Really? Some of us love claustrophobic patients because they can interact with them. And I believe VR is a very immersive kind of learning tool with people from USA, from Australia, India. So I was extremely
0: lucky because there were no jobs at all. Can we, can we cut it <laughs> this way? <far? laughs> it is true. Too. Maintaining the same image quality, bandwidth, turbo factor, SNR. Did we say that is for free? Yeah. So there you go, Samuel. How did we come with this thing of everything MRI? I mean. I think people at some point started to see this name on LinkedIn, YouTube, and they were wondering, what the hell might be everything MRI? And then you came to me, uh, actually, you didn't didn't come to me. I realized, I was like, I was wondering myself, what it might be everything MRI? So actually, I approached you, and you explained me what was your original idea. So, well, if you can tell me more, I mean, uh, I'm I'm part of the project, but I'm always interested to know it a little bit more. We changed a lot since... The first time we spoke
1: about this. Uh, the first idea that I had for everything MRI was very different than what we have now. But I think for me it all started in 2015 where I had an incident in one of the mobile scanners that we used to have. And a student took a pacemaker patient into the room and for me it was a scary situation. I was brand new on the MRI world as well. So the year after I went to a canal course and we spoke about MRI safety and that sparkled something in me. And a few years back, a few years after, sorry, I, I saw um, a podcast um, about MRI as well. And this podcast had a guy that was doing some kind of work. His name is Nathan. He's an amazing guy. And I thought, I want to do this kind of company. Um, so I started having meetings with people trying to figure out what we can do. And every single meeting that I had, the word everything was coming. I was, I want to do everything. I want to talk about patient positioning. I want to talk about... Um, I don't know, safety, I want to take a, talk about education, I want, to, I want to talk about everything. So it kept coming, the word everything, everything, and and then I decided, okay, why not everything MRI? I went through different names, and that was the one that worked the better, and that's how I created it. So that's how it was, and then I started creating the, yeah. the company on LinkedIn and as well. obviously,
0: that is that word as well, which is something that pretty, is pretty common in our life, MRI. And I don't know for you, but personally for me, I mean, I started this journey now nine years ago and every day is a new challenge, every day there is something new. So to be honest, I can see why everything MRI, because there are so many things that might be linked to MRI. Yeah. It's not just MRI, yeah. safety, there are a lot of things. And I mean, probably now people from other modalities like CT x-ray, are gonna hate me, yeah. but... <laughs> I have to say that MRI is what, in my opinion, it the most the attention. Each modality has it can be fascinated in uh, their own way, but I think MRI might have the kind of thing that you would say, wow, I want definitely to know more. What do you yeah. think about it? To be honest with you, I,
1: I also thought, not a while, a while ago, I think, two or three weeks, I was thinking, why not doing everything CT, everything X-ray, so we can actually have more within our company, but... I'm an MRI rad. Um, I, I love MRI and everything MRI, and I don't see myself doing the other things, but I was extremely happy back then when you approached me about your YouTube channel, um, because that was the thing that I was missing, that educational side of it, and I saw your videos and I really loved it the way you were doing, it, and for me it was like, yeah, this is the perfect fit, let, let's let's get Julian in and let, let's build it together, but for me it was like, I'm afraid of being on the camera, as, as you already know. <laughs> we spoke about that today already. And it fascinates me how you do it. So I, 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 can you go through that? Whoa, how you whoa, basically whoa. sit there and go oh through Oh my it? God. You really want me to do it? <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you said, I mean, uh, I think the two side projects um, started to be combined later on, but it came like... Like like very natural, this process. And I think that in, as as far as my side is concerned, so the YouTube channel, that at the time I think the na- the initial name was uh, MRI for, for, for everyone, everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which was there. like, <laughs> when I saw everything MRI, I was like, oh my God, probably we're kind of like sharing like a similar name. The whole idea was, uh, I mean, I don't want to hide uh, behind this. I mean, I started to see like other people doing something similar like back yeah. Back to be honest, was kind of like a source of inspiration about this. And I found it extremely useful. And I've told myself, oh my God, there are so, there are not too many people that are doing this. But we need more. We actually need more. Like people showing how to kind of like change a specific parameter to show what might be the outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, more technical thing, yeah, and also like uh, discussing a little bit more something that might be considered nowadays a little bit more advanced, like cardiac MRI. Absolutely. And that was actually my first video where I started. I started. I think it's
1: p- one of the videos on the channel. This yeah, it's yeah, it is it, it is. it yeah. is indeed. It is indeed.
0: Yeah. I think we started with the differences between uh, 1.5 and uh, 3 Tesla cardiac MRI and then we moved to the planning and then we started to gradually some, doing something slightly different. But yeah, I mean, um, I don't want to stop here to be honest. So I, I found like in the sense, everything MRI, like the kind of idea behind that combined with what could it be my channel in the future? that would be probably amazing in the view of revolutionizing the entire... Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think, as you said, I think both projects were complementing each other and that's why it's working so well between us. And back then I remember looking on the internet and seeing back and I thought, is there anyone else? And then I saw you and it was you and back and I couldn't find anyone else at all. And back then I had those conversations with back as well and he was working somewhere else. He didn't want to join anyone. And when you approached me for me, it was like, you know this guy knows what he's doing, and I think it works.
0: Well, to be fair, I mean you can still ask my girlfriend. The time that I try and practice to do a video, sometimes I sacrifice the whole weekend. Oh, I, I, was like, I was like, take one. Oh no, <laughs> bloody hell! No, that was crap. And then yeah, try again. Yeah, so it takes a lot of time to be honest. And and the thing that I want to make very clear, I don't have the entire knowledge. Most of the thing, literally. I learn it when I do the video. When I do it, yeah, but so I think it's a good practice. Yeah, it's, a good practice. it's a and good practice. It's a good practice.
1: It's used to learn while teaching them, that's yeah. when I was learning more of it as well, because you get that feedback from them. And I think you get a lot of, we're getting a lot of feedback on YouTube as well from other people saying, oh, can you speak about this sequence as well or this kind of saturation? And I think that's awesome because you go back and say, oh, actually, we could also do a video on that. Um, So I think it's a good thing for us as well to grow as radiographers. Yeah, I totally
0: agree. There will be new videos, but I know also there will be quite a few interesting things happening on the other side, meaning like... uh, I mean, I don't know what you want to discuss, but I think uh, the audience might be interested to know what is coming in the near future. So We have a lot of things coming up and uh, we're going to be releasing
1: those news gradually through the next weeks and months. Uh, but I think we have a big announcement to come within the next two weeks. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that a lot of people uh, are expecting some big news from us. Uh, we did a post just um, two days ago or, or yesterday. Where I said something is coming, and just that post on LinkedIn got around 4k impressions straight away. Because I, there's traction; people want to see what we're doing, and Can we have a lot of good feedback. Can we actually
0: say a little bit more? Yeah, just a tiny bit, not exposing too much. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're building what I believe, honestly, to be the best and the biggest MRI um, course. Not course, per event. We're doing event. a massive event. But
0: say like a conference, right? Yes,
1: it's, it is a conference, but it's slightly different because most of the conferences we go uh, either presents you and you have a hybrid kind of situation. For us, the main thing is going to be fully online. It's going to be live. And the most important thing, I believe, it's going to be completely free. Yeah. So I think that's the best point because for me, and I believe for you as well, that's why you joined us is... I believe everything MRI is about community to community. So we want to give back and we want to give it for free. So this kind of education that we're doing on YouTube. Honestly, yeah, that was the
0: purpose of the channel, like giving something back completely for free. I know there are a lot of universities, courses that require like a certain fee to be paid in advance. Probably there will be the time that we will kind of like connect to this kind of system as well. But I would say at least for now, I mean, we need to give something, but the community is really asking for this. We need yeah. it as well. Yeah, yeah, we need it as well. We need it in the very first place, knowing more about it.
1: The fact that I had the idea for the event comes from that same idea, because for me it was, we wanted to go to a canal course, right? And we are five people working in the same department. Uh, I don't want to self-fund myself, uh, because I don't have that, kind of money to go to a canal course, then go to Tobias, then go to Sherlock in the same year. And then the employer is not going to sponsor five people because, first of all, it's extremely expensive. And second, they we're going through a shortage of staff worldwide and they can't release five members of staff and then close the department. So for me, I pick it up there. there there's a need for us to provide something that everyone can attend either live or through uh, recording. So what we're doing is, is fully live and then we have a recording that everyone can access on demand. Uh, it's going to be on our channel on, on your YouTube channel as well. So we can all uh, go there and watch it back. Yeah. Um, and it's completely free for everyone. We will give more details on our yeah. LinkedIn pages and, and website. Yeah. Um, but we have... There will big, be wide yeah, major names. experts yeah. in the field. Absolutely. And
0: in terms of topic, will be ranging from MR safety, but it will be mainly a yeah, general conversation uh, MRI about MRI.
1: MRI safety, remote scanning, which everyone is talking about. Uh, we're going to put a little bit of low fields. We're talking about um, risk assessments. We talk about uh, a little bit uh, yeah. like everything, MRI based, And again,
0: everything completely for free. I mean, I Absolutely, think we need yeah. to kind of like, Underline that this. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the event so, yeah. Is, is absolutely free attendance. Uh, and the good thing about it, it's not just that it's free, uh, we have endorsements from Bummer. Uh, BIR and SOR, so it's a CPD now uh, kind of event, oh, fantastic. which is awesome. So you basically might be at work and you can be watching it yeah. and you'll get your certificate So anyways. your
0: employer will be happy. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: you can bring your certificate over there, you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Even this year, it's my, good the to job is home, there. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, another good thing about this event is uh, with the speakers that we managed to get, they are massive ones within the MRI community. Uh, we went through an agreement to have this every year. So there will be everything MRI events every year for free for CPD certificates. So people just need to register, attend, grab their CPD
0: certificate and that's it. And absolutely for free. Yeah, I wouldn't ask for more, to be honest. <laughs> but I think, to be honest, it would be nice also because, I mean, now we kind of like share what we are going to do in the near future but how actually we started. So how was our journey? I mean, who are you? Absolutely. (laughs) Who are you? Why did you become like an MRI radiographer specifically? And uh, I I can share my experience, but to be honest, uh, I think, we can tell this to the audience. We know each other, but we don't know so, much Absolutely, so well, yeah, to yeah. say like, We don't know that so much. They, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, this would really be a nice opportunity for me to know you a little bit better because I know you have a very strong passion in MRI. Yeah. Same as I do. But I don't know what has been your uh, path that uh, lead you. Like oh, at basically some point. I got here. Yeah, you got yeah. here. Okay. So, you need to read that.
1: You oh, need to it's read all inside there. It's all here. So, basically, I wrote this book. Um, so it's the magnetic killer. Yeah. And it's based in a lot of true stories about myself. It's kind of biographical situation. But of course it's a it's a murder thriller book. Oh there you go. Oh I my god, I got do. scared for <laughs> one second. Okay. So yeah, so it all started back in um in university. So I was doing um support to theaters on um surgery. Um, hip surgeries and I met this lady. Her name is Annabella, which I I, I really like her. She helped me a lot, and she tried to make me follow my dreams. And back then was forensics, so I'm I'm also a forensic radiographer. No way! And uh, yes. I always wonder
0: <laughs> how does it work, forensic radiography. It's awesome. I I
1: don't do much in that area, unfortunately. Um, but back then she helped me to actually do uh, autopsies. So I was doing autopsies. back so then. So you were
0: doing like. MRI
1: or like... No, actually autopsies. I was actually with the body dissecting oh, the organs. Oh, yeah. exactly, on that field. Yes, so that's what I was doing during uni years. And then um, I moved to London because in Portugal there was this massive financial crisis. I couldn't get any jobs. So I moved to London and directly to MRI. It was my first job ever to, to do MRI scans. And that's when I got the incident with a pacemaker with a student. So I was training students already when I was on my second year working as a radiographer in my whole life. And um, that, I think, ignited this passion for me for MRI and physics and safety. And then I met, I think, one of the most important people in my life professionally, which is Canal. Yeah. So I met many in Las Vegas. Dr. Emmanuel Canal. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Emmanuel Canal. I met him in Las Vegas. I did this course and I was blown away. Uh, Not only because of the intricacies of mri but the way he captivated 300 people during four days 12 hours a day and the way he was speaking about it was so passionate that he managed to make that spark in me mm. come as well yeah and since then we've been talking about projects and we talk once in a while about what i'm doing and that's how it all started mainly because uh I got that passion. I moved jobs and I created an e-learning MRI safety learning from my group uh, yeah. where I work my nine-to-five job. Um, and you, I do at the, the stuff. moment
0: you are a, like kind of like MRI superintendent, yes. the lead so MRI, MRI superintendent yeah. in yeah. my group, yeah. uh,
1: and I work for a corporate, which as well. is
0: something I think we need also to clarify because I mean it can pretty be variable in different countries. Some of them they don't have the specific professional yeah. profile. I think. Here, I would say um, in the UK, I think it's like the radiographer can have quite a lot of opportunities. But actually, I just want to take over because I just noticed we are, like, we have a very similar path they brought us actually here in London. Because for me, that's kind How of- How so, are you here now? Um, I've been here for um, almost three years, I think. Yeah. Ten. Three years. Three, three, yeah, three. yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm, f- I'm still fairly new. I I thought you were here longer. No, I think think the main, the main, (laughs) the main difference is that I actually started work in my home country as a radiographer where I graduated and I worked quite like I would say several years. Yeah, five to six years. So I was extremely lucky because there were no jobs at all. Not at all. I think there was to like kind of like access the public sector, mm. so kind of have your stable job, you know, in the hospital. They were doing this kind of like uh, I would say, kind of like um, you had to do like kind of like a test with a lot okay. of candidates, and I think for one position there were like three thousand candidates. It was that kind of I moment. Can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. was that kind of moment. I was just very lucky and to be honest, I'm not ashamed, but to say this, I was just living very close to the clinic <laughs> that I had like literally five minutes. Yeah. So I went there, I said to the let's call it like the image manager, I told him, Listen, I just want to come here, learn the job. And I know it's it's bad to say, but I say I accept even like a very low salary, just Teach me, please. Teach me. And I was very lucky because it was like a private facility and they had a thing probably at the time 12 MRI scanners. It was straight
1: to MRI. It, it was straight. Anything to, else. It
0: was incredi- incredible. Yeah, it was straight to the MRI because this facility had 12 MRI scanners. I think it was the second in Europe for the number of MRI scanners in a small village in Italy. Imagine, crazy. <laughs> and uh, they had a CT scan as well. They had a ray machine. They had like Plenty of um, in terms of equipment, they have a lot of scanners. They had low field, and this is where Already? I started. Yeah, okay. uh, different brands uh, from Isauto. Uh, um, they had G They had um, auto,
1: which is like uh, one of the partners of the yeah, company. Yeah, there you go. There you amazing. go. There you go. Italian fellows. Italy, yeah. Italian fellows.
0: Absolutely. And uh, G. They had G a G scanner, Philips. So yeah, it was like a very nice journey because for six months straight. I started from the low field, like as a third person. They put me there, just watch, and then sometimes plan this, plan that, position the patient that way, position that way. I think that's um, a
1: dream for someone that is starting. It was fantastic, to be honest. A I of couldn't. Scanners. I
0: couldn't. I was extremely lucky. Uh, I mean, without that job, probably I wouldn't be here, to be honest. Then w- there was a specific process in place because then, I mean, they moved me from the low field to the 1.5. And they explain me what could it be the challenges mr safety again did you have anyone specifically trained for safety to give you that training so specific or it's just
1: what happens i'm asking this question for one reason and don't lose your train of thought um is nowadays most of the people that are trained on safety they are trained by their senior radiographer which normally doesn't also have training So they normally don't have that training but they have the experience so they will train you don't bring the oxygen tank to the scanner it's always on right but they don't have actually any degree they don't have a certification nothing like that so that's why i'm asking you if they had that training or if it was just by
0: experience well my my former colleagues now they're gonna kill me if they're watching (laughs) it please don't watch it and but i don't think there was this specific person to be honest i mean they were all very skilled also in safety but yeah, I think at the time, probably those kind of qualification, like Amer- American new qualification, yeah. they are not new, but probably they are a little bit more famous in American, like the MRSO, correct? Yeah, MRSO uh, and yeah, MRC. MR yeah. Safety Officer. Yeah, those kind of qualifications were, I think... Just a curiosity on that,
1: um, I know you're doing your uh, master's, I
0: believe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And... I think one of your teachers, she's a big advocate for the MRSO position in Europe. Yeah, and I know. she's also I bringing know. that to Europe, which is Absolutely, awesome, Because we Absolutely. really need that position here. And now.
0: hopefully we'll have a here one day discussing so. about <laughs> this.
1: I think it would be a very interesting <laughs> conversation uh, because it's, yeah. it's important that we have that role. And the reason why I ask you that is because most of the times it's like that. We just pass information to each other. And if you tell a story... For 10 times, the first time you tell it's going to be different than the last time, and you're going to lose information on, on the way. So, I think it's very important that we have those regulations in place and we have actually that training. So, I think it's it's very, very important what she's doing and the, the work she's, she's doing at the moment. Also,
0: because most of the time, I mean, let's say it with a certain degree of honesty, we try to kind of like copy what they are doing in the US and (laughs) And get it here but sometimes we are a little bit more slowly in the process of integration. I I feel like the British and I hope nobody gets me wrong here
1: Uh, we are a little bit more conservative on this side of the pond to be honest Um, I think over there they are more prone to risk And they just want to innovate
0: as quick as possible. Actually, I don't know if you remember, we did that post and everything MRI during the MR safety week about the six weeks waiting for the implant before scanning an implant, if waiting six weeks or not. And I think most hospitals here in the UK, they have this kind of like colip let's call it unspoken policy, rule, yeah, right? unspoken rule, yeah, yeah. in which you wait six weeks if you know that this, like, specific implant has been placed, just, you know, for a matter of safety. Yeah, <laughs> I think someone, I don't know, if, yeah, if uh, yeah. Frank, Sherlock, or someone a. else, a. yeah, Frank yeah, he came so there saying, it. no, what are you talking about? This thing of the six weeks of safety, of waiting is like, uh, it it's no completely sense. pointless. Yeah. I mean, there is, yeah, but, there I you could, go, that, that's yeah. a
1: good example of exactly what I was saying, and another, another, point to that is the remote scanning situation so i'm a big advocate for i have to tell you i'm
0: extremely interested about this topic and
1: and that this just to go back to that because the the remote scanning which you're passionate about and i'm passionate about um it's a big topic within the the mri community because you see all europe is doing it for example in germany um we have i have a colleague called anton is doing it for years in Germany for years now we just wrote a a paper on it remote scanning and when I tried to bring that to UK everyone goes no 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 what about safety and I think that's the issue because we are so insecure in terms of MRI safety that we can't do anything else because I'm afraid of an implant that was put in six weeks ago so how am I doing even remote scanning if I can't even scan a hip replacement without this is a good point I
0: think to be honest people will have mixed opinion about Absolutely. this. Absolutely, and that's someone, a good thing. Yeah, good yeah this thing, is a good thing, yeah. thing to spark it. off the discussion a little bit. Yeah, someone definitely will be a little bit more conservative, but I have the feeling that this thing of the remote scanning will, will take over at some Absolutely. point. And the idea of getting like a radiographer, a technologist, working perhaps from home one day, I think s- some places they do it. Most likely they work in the in the hospital, right? Yeah, They have offices. Within the yeah. hospital, yeah, yeah. But I... If I heard correctly, at some point during the pandemic, some places like yeah, managed yeah, to get radiographer yeah, working from just home. Just between us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, scanned it the was patient,
1: I scanned the patient already in Brazil. I was at home.
0: No way. And How did I you did manage to do that? In
1: Brazil. Um, I won't be able to tell you the details because, of course, this is something that we're still working on. Um, but I'm working with people uh, in, in different countries, in different companies, in terms of remote scanning, and we managed to
0: scan someone remotely. So, so you managed there's... to scan someone that was physically in Brazil. In Brazil. Yeah, from your uh, what? From, from your, my laptop. From your laptop yeah, in your living absolutely. room. Perhaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting there, my cat walking around, and I was. Just so there was someone. like
0: just to to explain a little bit more because I want to understand a little bit more as well. So there was like a colleague over there who positioned yes. the patient. Yes. Contrast? Was that contrast no, involved? No, it was no. a very basic okay. thing. We do the shoulders something. if contrast was involved, he would have put like a cannula yeah. or something yeah. like
1: that? Absolutely. So, again, it's one of the topics that we're going to have on our massive event. And one of the people talking there is going to do a presentation just about this. And I think it's a very emergent topic, very important one. And for us, the article that we wrote, Anton wrote most of it, but I helped him um, rewriting a few things. I think... The most important thing is liability because let's say you are at home scanning someone, something happens at the hospital, who's liable for that patient's uh, health and well-being? Is it you? Is it the company? So this kind of situation needs to be very well uh, spoken between the third party or the hospital. That's why most of them actually scan within the hospital with their own radiographers in an office. You can eventually do cross-country and go home and do it from home or doing it in an app, whatever, but it needs to be written down where the liability was going to fall. And another thing is, if you have someone on site, he needs to be MRI safety trained to level 2, and they need to be ILS trained, and they need to be able to cannulate and recognize an aphylactic reaction, for example. So that training doesn't exist, and that's why people are so afraid of having this kind of technology implemented. So my thing is, if you train the people as they should be training in this in the first place... yes then you can move on yeah, to the remote scanning part of it. Uh, but it's going to take a while. Wow. Yeah, I recognize that. Yeah, I mean, there are so many things happening. Now, I mean,
0: uh, so yeah. now, I mean <laughs> just laughing about the idea that we're here discussing about remote scanning. To go back to what I was saying before, I mean, three years ago, I was moving here and I was... Probably barely aware about the English terminology in the medical system, so that was my major concern about like learning the medical English. Absolutely. And now, I mean, three years after, we're here talking about remote scanning in MRI. You might be able to
1: go back home and scan
0: from home. That would be the dream, no? (sighs) Can you imagine? There would be like people that are located somewhere else, God knows where. One
1: of the things that, that people push me back on this is the fact that as a radiographer. If you scan from home, you lose contact
0: with the patients. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, and we I, th- are, I
0: think, to be honest, it is fair to have this I, concern. I,
1: I, I don't agree mm. with the concern for one reason. Not everyone likes patient contact, right? Yeah. Some of us just like the physics side of it. Some of us just like to sit down. Yeah. I met, and I met, like this. Absolutely. Some of us love claustrophobic patients because they can interact with them. They can have a conversation. They can care for someone. So there's. A myriad of patients, and there's a myriad of radiographers with different likes, right? I like to be next to my patient and care for them, but I love being on the scanner and just play around with the parameters and get better images. But some people hate that. So I think there's a window of opportunity for people that hate the patient contact to work from home. Let's say a radiographer or a technologist that has a, a, an injury. That doesn't allow them to actually go anymore into the MRI and position a patient. They can work from home. So we open up uh, some more options. Let's say a a patient, a radiographer, a technologist is pregnant. They can't go in because EMFs or they can't go in because of positioning coils or for any other reasons. They can also work from home for a longer period okay, of time. Okay, like, I will
0: stop it one second. I will pretend to be someone from the audience and the one natural advocate, yeah? question that will come <laughs> to me is that don't you think this might create like a certain level of inequalities, like uh, some differences within the job? I love st- stay with the patient, okay? So I want to stay like in the hospital. Yes. But at the same time, I would like to work from home, from time to time. And that,
1: That's the beauty of it. If, if, you, if, you, if the audience can read the article that I wrote about remote scanning yeah. with Anton and Marcel. I can't forget, Marcel wrote it as well. Um, one of the main things that we write there is remote scanning will allow you to work in a hybrid environment. Which means you can be one week working from home or a month working from home. And next month you rotate and you are in the hospital. Oh, doing yeah. the other rule. Yeah. That that's also a possibility. When we work remotely it doesn't mean that I'm going to be at home forever. You can go to the hospital and work 2 weeks there, 2 to weeks to 2 weeks there. Yeah, two weeks absolutely. At home. You can rotate, you can decide with your employer and I your colleagues. I think
0: that this would be game changing because what I notice is that there is a trend after the pandemic, people want to regain their work-life balance. Oh, okay. So those kind of like people that want to like work crazy hours, yeah, they're still there. But I would say there is now like kind of like a pattern for which like people they want to kind of like chill out a little bit, like uh, kind of like enjoy crazy. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, in an environment like this one, to be honest, myself sometimes say I just want to you know stay with my family. And the idea and the possibility of working from home, well, that would be to be honest appealing to me. As far, I mean. I love staying with the patient, but at the same time, why not? If there is poss- that possibility to mix the two things, I mean, yeah, why not? I think that's one of the So this will be one of the topics which we are going to discuss Absolutely. during the event. Yeah. then we say yeah, MR safety and other things happening with everything MRI. I mean, yes. I have a few things that I can say, but I just want to... You can lead definitely we better have, than me. We it. have loads of projects, as you, yeah. as
1: you know. Um, but, of course, we bind it by some contracts and... There are some situations that I can't discuss yet. Yeah. Uh, of course we're doing an app which uh, we both agree it's going to be a massive thing for yeah. for for us radiographers and technologists around the world. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I think myself for example when I'm scanning on MR I'm not I'm going to be honest I'm not always looking at the scanner. Yeah. We all do this. we all have a phone or a book or whatever and we do other things, all right? We shouldn't be saying that. I mean, can we, can, we, can, we, can we cut it this far? <laughs> it is true, to be transparent, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. And there's things that I believe that that app is going to help us a lot. So I think that's one of the projects. Um, another project that we have in hands has to do with virtual reality, which I
0: think is going to be massive as well. I um, think also the fact that we are collaborating with universities here and yes. there. I mean, I can tell it myself. That I'm actually doing this master, and uh, here in London, I would say that the fact that we are kind of like raising the stake, so you're kind of like getting with higher education, that will allow us to perhaps like giving some extra level certification at some point. Absolutely. So we're definitely working on this. I think education is one of the, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the crucial thing within everything MRI. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say probably even before then, up here and there, they are all connected anyway, and all goes toward education, like a, a better education. Ed- education and innovation, and um, I'm
1: sure everyone is aware, mainly the university and teachers, that with the new HCPC standards, they have to step up their game and one of the things is the way they're teaching their students and i believe vr is a very immersive kind of learning tool where you can train their students in risk-free environments and i truly believe as well and i've learned this with the our partners in colombia that developed this one of the vr tools that we have
0: um so how they do this can you explain it a little bit further because i think that is this is quite this is quite interesting
1: absolutely just to finish the thought i they told me this once and I 100% agree with them. Emotion drives knowledge and drives learning. Because if you're not connected with what you're learning emotionally, you're not going to learn it. So let's say you you I, I pass you this notebook with some information, you read it, but you don't connect with it emotionally. You're not going to memorize it. So emotions are very important for memory and for learning. And I think that's where VR comes into play. And This partnership that we have with Do Reality, uh, they are a company based in Colombia, it's very important because of that. Because we're providing universities all over the world with this tool to train their students in a risk-free environment that is emotionally engaging, where they can just learn about MRI safety, where they can just learn about scanning MRI, and do all of those activities
0: without the risks of actually going to a hospital and try it. That would be amazing because if I can share my feedback about this during my bachelor my three years at university probably I wasn't even be able to kind of like like just like just step inside the MRI in the MRI environment and then suddenly when I start working as I told you before and then I had MRIs kind of (laughs) everywhere so I was like I would have liked to be a little bit more trained right yeah I had to do it myself I had to do it at home obviously and Uh, I think that's the problem and yeah that's If people go to
1: our website, on the first page on our website, the main page, you will see a pyramid. And it starts with students at the bottom. And there's a reason for it. Because in my point of view, when I created the company was, we need to start from the bottom up. Because what we're doing nowadays, and I think is an old-fashioned way of doing it, is we're providing training to radiographers that are already working for, I don't know, many years, And we're doing a course here and a course there and they have that training and during the day, oh, this is awesome, I didn't know about this. Then they go back and for the first week they're they're talking about that and implementing it. Two weeks after, it's gone because there was no emotion involved and it was just one course within three, four years that they are working. So my idea and the way we're doing is we're tackling the students first so it has to come from the stem so we're working with students straight away telling them the importance of mri safety from the beginning so when they come into the workforce they already have that background you know they go to those courses they already know this is crucial
0: because i think also the mr safety accidents they might occur because people are not well trained when Absolutely. they graduated Absolutely. at some point. So they are trainees. They go there sometimes They you know they just bring something inside. So yeah, there's the, another topic the, on yeah. the event
1: because one of our presenters is going to speak about that exactly. That we have the regulations on it. We have the the courses. We have the accreditations. What's going wrong? Right. Why are we diverging from this path that we should be taking?
0: Absolutely. Right. No. And I
1: think we need to tackle it from bottom up. Yeah. I had a conversation with Tobias a few months ago when he was presenting in Portugal. I actually was there and we met and I told him this idea exactly that my idea is we go through the students, then we tackle the radiographers, then we go management and then yeah, we go hospitals 100%. and
0: corporations. It's a and pyramid way up. There will be actually another thing that probably will be better to discuss in the near future. And I think is AI. Absolutely. Which is a thing that (laughs) is… I know you're very passionate about it. I know, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we discuss about remote scanning and more safety. What about AI? I mean, we did recently a very nice post, I believe, regarding showing this image was like, I think, a coronal of the prostate and showing the difference. Um, you got a lot of engagement. Yeah, as well. th- yeah. there was, was a lot awesome of. It. I think there is a huge interesting about this thing, and it's taking over. It's definitely taking over. And uh, so I'm going to discuss this paper, uh, like this research, like in uh, some conferences in the next few months. But Just tell us I, when, I, no, no, when. No, no, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> I might forget now. I'm kind <laughs> of like embarrassed. too, <laughs> But uh, no. Um, just the outcome of the research, I can uh, say this now, uh, show basically that this, some specific sequences can be accelerated up to 80%, yep. maintaining the same image quality. So we are talking about extending like a service like the prostate MRI, which is crucial. And they are talking about having prostate MRI for screening in men.
1: Yep. It There's a lot be, of news coming out yeah, now in NHS it, it, about that. It
0: will be possible because now we're actually able to do like a scan in 10 minutes. May I ask minutes. you something about that? Because one of the
1: pushbacks that I hear about AI is, okay, you can do, instead of doing an E in 25 minutes, you're doing an E in 4 minutes, right? With deep resolve, let's say, from zero. Yeah, probably not
0: 4 minutes, but let's yeah, say. pretty pretty yeah. Yeah, Let's say pretty say 5 quick.
1: minutes, yeah, yeah. 6, whatever. Um, we're reducing it for more than half, okay? The point is... And this is a question to you. The point is to scan more patients within the same time frame. You know what I'm getting it. Or is it to give more attention to the patient that Uh, I already have in front of me? Oh my God. This is is not a question.
0: This is the question. Absolutely. Um, So you are passionate
1: for it. So you you tell me.
0: (laughs) I think it can work in both ways, to be honest. Um, If there is like a healthcare system that has like a huge backlog, you know, waiting times that can be like months, some, some countries, even years, say, I think in that sense, yeah, you might use uh, the artificial intelligence probably to kind of like increase the number of scans okay. and perhaps like allow the service to be a little bit more kind of like usable also from And can
1: we maintain the patient care with our
0: patients doing that (sighs) this is a very good question Uh, that's
1: a concern for me because I want uh, AI on my scanners but I want to make sure that my patients get the same attention as
0: before for how I see it I would just use it to you know improve the quality of the service so better image quality and perhaps also like having some extra time with a patient because you know you might probably finish the scan earlier so you know you can have a chat with the patient not like uh, discussing about your entire life <laughs> but yeah like kind of like uh, you know a certain level of interaction rather than just say okay just kind of finish i'll see you hasta la vista um you just want to interact more with them so in this sense this will be a crucial tool what i'm concerned is that I can't understand why, as I told you. I mean, some countries they have like huge waiting times. So, well, we are in one of those countries. Yeah, right, we so. are one. <laughs> of, so I have the feeling that probably, yeah, AI, AI the, will be used actually to AI, put, to AI increase in the number of in scans. General,
1: yeah, AI in general, not just medical, but AI topic. I think there's a fear that if it goes into the wrong hands, it's gonna be. A bad thing but if it goes to the right hands it's going to be the
0: best thing we yeah we've ever absolutely had as a I, human species i think has christina the course director say we don't have to be scared about ai we just need to kind of like use the AI as an assistant as a support to kind of like and we were discussing about the role of ai in mri but if you think about it in X-ray, in X-ray or in CT, is having like a massive impact, like uh, improving the detection, reporting as well. Uh, right? Reporting as well. I think there is a tool that is able actually to prioritize the reporting of a scan. Yes, I see yeah. that in a conference. Yeah, uh, making like a kind AIA of like conference. a they. It basically through the AI is able to spot already like if there is like a specific pathology. And basically, it put like in the workplace, it put like in... An so an I other. have another question for you then.
1: Because I went to this conference, uh, BIR conference, about AI. And what I saw there was every single company was coming with a new algorithm. And they have algorithms. All of them have an algorithm for something. I am, let's make this scenario. I am a manager of this imaging service, XY, whatever. And... You come to me and I say, I have this algorithm that will improve 80% your output on reporting of x-rays, chest x-rays. And then you have another company and says, oh, I will do 81% output on that. And then you have another one and says, I have 79. And every single one of them have an amazing algorithm to offer. How am I going to choose one? And if that comes to MR as well, I believe there's the problem of Netflix, where you have so many things to watch that you end up choosing for half an hour to 45 minutes and it's late, I'm going to bed. So how are we going to be able to choose what is best for us? And in a corporation like NHS, how are we going to do that? Because every single trust will work with a different algorithm. How are we going to speak to each other? Uh, That's something that I I still don't grasp. I I know, it's
0: very (laughs) difficult. I think we need to acknowledge the fact that Technology is adva- advancing like in a very fast way. So is it
1: advancing too fast? Probably Maybe. because probably. I mean,
0: if you have a look at the number of different algorithms, now I don't want to deepen too much into the physics, but we have like convolutional, variational networks. They are all changing, and they it's like technology, like every. We um, I, 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 I would like we to say every year, but now I can say probably every month. Every month, They're yeah, kind of like adding yeah. something on top. So I think you will always have plenty of, of options. And someone might say, oh, I think you really need to do an, uh, an upgrade now. I was like, I bought this still literally last year. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's so, another
1: yeah. problem because, for example, let's say one company gives you one uh, algorithm to do something. And then comes another company and says, I can do that plus this. But you have a contract now. And then. Uh, that puts you in a very weird position as a manager that decided to go with that company. So I think AI is awesome. I agree. And I think it plays a huge role in this reducing lists, waiting lists. And I think it's going to be extremely helpful for NHS as well. But in terms of choosing which algorithm I'm going for, which company I'm going for, it's going to be a very tricky thing to do. And I believe Elon Musk said something about that, that we probably we're going too fast. And he's one big advocate for for, AI. I know, I know. But probably we need to slow down a little bit and try to see, like zoom out and try to see, okay, this is awesome, but how are we going to actually apply this? Uh, For example, on on MR, I think it's going gradually. It's going like, let's do image acceleration. Let's scan quicker, which is awesome. Let's let's get some more patients in uh, and get them good. Patient care. Uh, I don't see that massive growth on MR as I see on chest X-ray reporting, for example. So I, I don't. I don't know if you feel
0: the same. No, way I feel you... the same. Absolutely, and but again, I just want to be cautious to say anything at this stage because things can change very quickly. <laughs> so absolutely, yeah. probably like, tomorrow something might like there might be a massive news that they may say that the major vendors will integrate Siemens. Uh, no, sorry, apologies. They will integrate like uh, AI in the scanners for free. Yeah. is already happening. I think some vendors they're kind of like into the integrating this software, and they are not coming anymore as an extra kind of like extra um, purchase that you need to to do. But they will come just on when you you basically buy the MRI scanner. So I think
1: yeah, the, most of the companies already have that integrated in. Yeah, which is awesome because you don't need to worry about it. you choose your manufacturer and you get your scanner mainly because you're probably used to it or you already have one. So it makes it easy to have maintenance kind of contracts as well. Yeah. Uh, and you have to go with whatever they, they have yeah. in place. Um From my side, I don't think there's any project that we have on everything MRI regarding AI besides your amazing um, topics on on YouTube and probably some conferences that you're going to be doing that I would love you to be able to talk about. Uh, So we're going to put something out about that. We'll work
0: for something for next year, maybe. Absolutely, (laughs) that would be amazing uh, if we could do something uh, like that. Yeah, and I just want to say that about the next events that are going to happen uh, just regarding the YouTube channel, we will continue discussing about MRI parameters. And this is just the very last thing that I want to say regarding the channel. So guys, I know that you like it a lot, MRI parameters, so stay there because we will discuss about the bandwidth, turbo factor, SNR. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ooh, it's a lot can... to cover. It's a That's <laughs> yeah, the main is... problem. Yeah. <laughs> there is quite a lot to cover, but yeah, I think it would be nice to kind of like refresh all this knowledge because I mean, it's like, like going back at the, the end of the basics. day. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, we're not just pushing buttons, as they used to say, but we are actually trying to create like a decent image that can improve the diagnosis. Because sometimes having like a grainy image is because you messed up completely your sequence, or having a very nice image well, that might probably play a huge role in, it, in, the terms, in terms of the final diagnosis.
1: Absolutely, and then not only that, but reputation of the place where you're working. Yeah, exactly. I think that's also a big point. Um, I would like to, to speak about a little bit of the our event, just yeah, giving yeah. a date. So it's 21st of November. Yep. Uh, it's going to be 5 p.m., yep. London time. Yep. Um, we try to find a time where we can feed all people from USA, from Australia, India uh, North America, whatever so we want to have a time that works more or less which it's almost impossible to get all of of the time zones But so it's going to be 5pm 21st of November which is a Tuesday and it's going to be live, online and people can just ask questions they can okay. do it beforehand so we're going to introduce uh, gradually from, n- not next week, the week after when this is being recorded uh, Recorded, it. So we're going to start present- telling who the presenters are, their topics, so people can straight away start asking questions. And then during the actual event, uh, they will be able to just pop in on the on the box. Uh, I want to ask this to this person. I already
0: have some questions to ask. Yeah. So I'll start to take some Absolutely. notes just now.
1: <laughs> so the format is, uh, we have six presenters, uh, each one of them will do a 15-minute presentation. So it's very quick kind yep. of presentation straight to the point. And the audience can ask questions after yes. how does it yes. work. So yeah. they can put it on the, on the chat and then we will be moderating the, the whole meeting so we can pick the questions and just ask yep. them. But it's not going to work as a Q&A kind of thing. So each one of the presenters will have 15 minutes um I will introduce every single one of them and then we'll have which I believe which is the best part of this a round table discussion so we have all the present the presenters within the round table discussion and we will big talk big names them. guys big Absolutely, names Absolutely yeah I think we have the biggest names on the space and I think it's going to be amazing
0: did we say that it's for free, yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, I forgot that. <laughs> uh, anyway, we cover remote scanning, conference, uh, AI, I would say that. It's quite enough to digest for today. Absolutely. So, guys, if you like, this was the very first episode of our podcast and there will be a few more probably in the future. Yeah, I would say so. And probably we will continue discussing about these topics. Today we just wanted to introduce a little bit more what we are doing with everything MRI. We are as well. Yeah, oh, we are as well. Because we've been posting actually, now, for five months yeah, now, and nobody knows now who I know we know each other a little <laughs> bit better. I mean, I just seen yeah. you a couple of times and now I know each other a little bit better. But but yeah, um, yeah, just discussing briefly about what we love with it, which is actually MRI. And this is what we continue to discuss, and especially about education. This is what we want to focus and this will be the core of our project. Just say that to follow us everywhere. Yeah, uh, please.
1: LinkedIn, YouTube, yeah. uh, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, we are literally yeah, everywhere. I mean, so. I
0: also ask my grandma to follow us. I mean, she doesn't have any <laughs> social media platform, but <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, thank you so much for uh, just for listening. For listening, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. of course. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you in the next appointment. Wonderful! Thank you so much. Thank Amy. you. Thank you so much. Bye bye.